You're listening to the best morning routine ever podcast, the show that proves no one stumbles upon success ever. With your host, Lou Need. Every Mondays and Thursdays, we deliver cold heart evidence behind the power of a robust morning routine. Get ready to be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Hello, morning enthusiasts. Welcome to the Best Morning Routine Ever podcast. I am your host, Dr. Luni, and today I have the honor of introducing a very special guest to the show, Ari Galper. Ari has been featured in CEO Magazine, Forbes, Inc. Magazine, Sky News, and the Australian Financial Review. And he has created a unique and different sales approach based on trust, integrity, and he calls it Unlock the Game. It is specifically for business owners, consultants, and sales professionals who struggle, like every one of us, right, to convert potential clients into paid clients. So his big lessons today is to show us how to make the sale converted. And you know what? Let's jump right into it. With no further ado, Ari, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Looking forward to it. Yes, it's my pleasure. Thank you for taking the time. I really love a hero's journey. So tell us about your path here so far. Yeah. So basically, I specialize in a field called trust-based selling, mm-hmm. which is how to help people sell with trust, grow their businesses without having to compromise their integrity and sell the old way, chasing people, following up, chasing ghosts and all that that we all hate. And I really spent 20 years working on this. It's called trust-based selling. And um, I'm originally from California. I now live in Australia. In Sydney, Australia, I met my wife on a dating site 20 years ago, and I moved out here been here ever since. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been focusing specifically on helping people build trust in their sales process to grow their business, and we're really building the business around helping people grow their business, but doing it in a way where they feel comfortable, where they don't have to kind of do things they don't want to do around selling and uh, redefining it in a different way. That's kind of the story behind story behind it. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And I know sailing can be a challenge because I was, I'm actually just reading the book um, by Zig Ziglar called um, Sales to Growth, I think it's called. And it talks about how it, you have, it's the most profitable job to be part of. Yet so many of us get our high knees kicked and get rejected over and over again because we don't know we don't know that it's an art and a science. We don't know how to approach it. So tell us about the method unlock the game and how we can actually navigate this world. Sure. The whole concept is it's it's a mindset shift, meaning you don't think about the sale. You don't focus on your goal. You focus a hundred percent on their problem. You basically let go of your own agenda and you help them focus on their problem. And I got this from my son, Toby, when he was born, we were told that he had Down syndrome. And at first we didn't realize we had a gift we had in our hands. If you know someone has Down syndrome, you know they're beautiful people. They have Mm -hmm. no hidden agenda. They're full of love. They're transparent. And I learned from him how to help my clients be like that in their sales process, where you're basically like, like a doctor and a patient. You're diagnosing their problems. So the way we teach, the way we sell, the people sell is we do it in a way that's all about creating trust with people, not focusing on the sale. Now, now it sounds so ironic because it's so contrary because we think that our goal is to make the sale. Well, it turns out if your goal is to build trust with people, then the sale happens on its own. You don't have to force it through the process. That's how we make it enjoyable, relaxed, and authentic by not trying to create something that's artificial. 
how do we build that rapport? Because a lot of it has to be done on the first, what, 15 to 20 minutes to kind of get each other comfortable. Walk us through that process. Sure. So let's assume for a moment. Well, let me give a couple examples. Let's say, for instance, you're having a first call with somebody over the phone and good chemistry, good opportunity, could be good for your company. The call is going well. Call comes to a close. Normally, we say things like what? We say, great. How about we move forward, have a cup of coffee, next step. See, we're conditioned to move things towards the sale. But what happens if you try and move things forward and they aren't ready yet? What breaks with them right there in the process early on? If you try and pull them through, you break trust, right? Yeah. So same scenario, but our mindset and our language and our approach, call is going well, good chemistry, call comes to an end. Rather than saying, hey, how about we move forward? What we say instead is we, we say, where do you think we should go from here? Put it on their court. Where do you think we should go from here? Now, usually when you tell someone this, they're usually in a state of shock. <laughs> they can't believe someone to ask them what they want to do. Right. This is unheard of. And what's interesting about this is when you tell it to someone, they usually say things like, I've got one more question. What about this? You know, it comes out the truth. And that's your goal. Your goal with our process is to get to the truth of what the other person is thinking. So you're not caught up in playing games with them, with with, what is not true, with with things that are not true. Mm -hmm. And that's the goal here is how can you build that trust at the beginning based on how you handle them, what you say to them, to send the message to them that you are not like everybody else. You're here to help them not to make the sale. Hmm. Yeah, I like that approach and, and asking that open-ended question, also giving them the autonomy, putting them back on, in control and in power so that they feel like when they make that decision that it was the right one to make. There was no second guessing or doubting at the end because a lot of people will say yes out of fear and then change their minds later or don't show up for the actual follow-up. <laughs> that that's, the bane, that's the bane of everyone's problem now. They're chasing what I call ghosts. Mm-hmm. Ghost people who say I'm interested, but don't show up. They get their voicemail, email. They can't get a hold of them. They're like, "What happened? We had a great conversation. Yeah. They were so they're perfect for me. Now they're gone. What happened? What happened was you didn't know how to create trust with them from the beginning. So my whole premise is the sale is lost at the beginning of the process and not at the end of the process. Yeah, it'll be a lot easier to close once you establish trust. How much of this or your method incorporates um, Never Split the Difference, right? The negotiating book. Have you read that one by, um, what is his name? His name eludes me now. But you know the book I'm referring to. Yeah, I haven't read it, but I heard about it. Yeah. Okay. So it, it talks about negotiation skills and what the, the questions that you should and should not ask. And one of them is, how can I do this? You ask what and how questions, not what or why, because that seems to be more um, intimidating or more tacky. Right. Do you teach anything in that? No, nothing nothing like that. That is a different context. Yeah. That is negotiating a a situation of terms. 
Never split the difference though. So we're negotiating, you could be negotiating price. Okay. So I guess let's talk towards the end of the sales process then, right? How do you, cause a lot of service based businesses make up, make their own prices and they, sometimes they're at high end ticket prices and you, you get into that negotiating aspect of it. How do you retain that integrity and that trust when it comes down to closing the sale and making sure that it's profitable for both parties? Let's role play right now. Okay. Why don't you? Why don't you be the customer, and I'll be me, and you tell me what this. Let's, let's have the competition now. What would the customer say to me about price? Go ahead and walk me through that. What would you imagine them saying? That is expensive. Whew, can't afford that. You're right. It can be perceived as high. Absolutely right about that. From the outside in, it appears that way. If you haven't had a chance to actually use it and get the result, definitely understand why it feels that way. No doubt about that for sure. I like that spin again, bringing it back. I, I'm not, and I'm not done. There's some more here. Okay. <laughs> I see what happened there. I just created that pause and you jumped in. That's, that's what I'm, this is not a negotiation. This is trust building, right? So I, I, I said to you, you're right. What I did was I diffused the pressure. Mm-hmm. I diffused the tension. You see, it's not a negotiation. It's diffusing the tension, taking the tension out of the process and reengaging again to build trust again. Then mm-hmm. I'm going to say to you, I said, you know, would you be open to us relooking at this again from a different perspective to see if we can build the business case for this so it makes sense for you? Would you be open to that? I would be. Great. Okay. So add a role play for a second. It's a bit different. Yeah. Quite very, very different. Yeah. And then that can work also for objections, right? Any one of them. Yeah. Well, throw me an objection right now that you, can, that you imagine you, your business. What do you hear a lot as objection? I'm going to talk. I need to talk to my husband. That's not a problem. That's fine. Makes a lot of sense. I, I agree with you. You should. I'm just curious. When you talk to your husband, what questions or concerns do you think he might have about this? I'm just curious. He'll want to see the numbers to make sure that mm. it's a right fit. Right. Because... And how do you feel about it? Do you feel like it's the right fit so far? So far, yes. Okay. Is there anything I could, is there any questions you might ask that you feel like you don't feel comfortable with yet that I can provide you with some help with to, to answer for her? Or do you feel like you have everything you need at this point and that you feel confident that she'll understand what you're thinking is around this? Yeah, I feel confident I can break it down to get them to understand. No problem. That's good. I just want to make sure you're comfortable. No problem at all. You know what I'm thinking? What you're thinking. Would you be open to the idea of us possibly having a call together where I can be available for answers and questions you might have about this with her together and I can help you in the process without any pressure at all and no momentum forward, but simply to be there as a resource? Because I, I would not be surprised if she has other questions beyond this. Would you, would you be open to that idea? I would be open. Yeah. Okay. We can schedule. Add a role play. For, so add, add a role play for a second. <laughs> yeah, that 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 was good. That that's usually the the follow up is getting everyone on a call to clarify any miss on anything that needs clarification. So yeah, that I can see why you're number one. <laughs> Twenty years doing this one thing helps refine the languaging, mm-hmm. the delivery, and the purpose. Yeah. It's fine-tuned. Any books in the making? Are you right? Working yes. on anything now? I have, a, I have a new one I'm working on now called The One Call Sale. 
Ooh. where you compress your sales cycle from multiple steps mm-hmm. into one single conversation where you onboard somebody on one call versus following up proposals, next step, next step, follow up. All that can go away. The reason why people are chasing other people is because they didn't know how to build trust with the person in the beginning. Yeah. I'm assuming they're qualified, of course. Yeah. Do you find it that the, there's a saying that 12 point touch before somebody buys, do you find it with your system? Then that's out the window because you're, you're more, it sounds like you're very efficient and effective with how you target and, and close these sales. A long sales cycle is due to a lack of trust. Mm, that checks out. Why is there multiple steps? Yeah. Because they weren't comfortable telling you yes or no. This 12 step thing is like the dumbest thing in the world. <laughs> the whole look at the premise of the question. The source of the problem is they weren't comfortable enough in the beginning telling you the truth because something along the way didn't give them signals to tell you the truth. Yeah. And can your website portray this? Can your website help in this trust building process? Can your social media presence help in that buildup? Oh, definitely. There's some pre-marketing positioning you can do to make that initial call a lot easier. Mm-hmm. And that goes to your messaging and your marketing being not about your solution, but being about the problem you help people solve. See, we live in a commoditized world right now, in a world where everything looks the same. Consultant's a consultant, accountant's accountant. The market can't differentiate between you and someone else that does what you do. Impossible. Right, yeah. Because they don't know you well enough. So the way you differentiate your business and become what I call a category of one is to become what I call a trusted authority. And a trusted authority is the person who best articulates the client's problem to themselves. Right. They read this and says, oh, that's me. She has, she get in my head. You finish the conversation in their head. She gets me. Yeah. She had me in hello. <laughs> Stop getting cheesy, Ari. <laughs> Let's talk about your morning routine. Because I know with everything that you're doing, there's principles, there's steps. And also you as an entrepreneur, you have habits you have to put in place to be successful. So how do you get up, dress up and show up? Well, I have a uh, the sort of framework that I think about during the day, mm-hmm. which is the 80-20 <laughs> which is the 80-20, which is the 80-20 principle. Mm-hmm. I make decisions and do certain things that I know will create the biggest impact. Mm-hmm. Nothing in during my day is equally weighted. Everything's forced into a priority. Yeah. And only the top two things get my attention. Because the top two things out of the 10 make the biggest impact of the 10. And that requires filtering and letting go of things that are low value to do, mm-hmm. right? There's, there's $10 hour work, there's $100 hour work, and there's $1,000 hour work. Mm-hmm. $10 work is like scheduling somebody on a call. $100 work is like doing the functions in your, in your work, like your accounting, your delivery of your work. $1,000 work is working on your whole system to make sure it's efficient and working well. 
So yeah. you have to ask, I ask myself the entire day, what kind of work am I doing right now? $10 hour work, $100 hour work, or $1,000 hour work? I like that. Yeah, that puts it in perspective because you, you think how much you're worth in an hour. And if you can delegate, automate, uh, or delegate it, then that, you buy time. That's the only way you can buy time, by delegating or automating your system. Look, right now, this for me is $1,000 hour work with you. Yeah. Because the impact of our conversation to others listening could be a game changer for them in a multiple, you know, exponential way. Absolutely. What about your morning routine? What are some things, some habits that you have that are non-negotiable in the morning to prime you up for the day? Well, I don't really prime myself up for the day. I just, I get up early. I have appointments. I live in Australia. As you, as you know, I'm from mm-hmm. the U S I'm from Sydney. I live in Sydney now. I've got clients all over the world. Primarily, you know, North America and in Australia. So early in the morning, I've got you, my U.S. clients, afternoon Australian clients. But I also have space that I set aside for myself for walking for an hour and a half as, as much as I can to allow my brain to think because action removes thinking. You're doing work in itself. It doesn't allow you to step back and think about everything. Mm-hmm. So I'm very careful not to do too much work during the day that squeezes out thought. I leave enough time to allow myself to think about where all this is going. What's working? What's not working? What are the needle movers? What to focus on? And I got this influence from my mentor and friend named Perry Marshall. He wrote a book called 80-20 Sales and Marketing. Get that book. It really helped, helped me frame this very clearly. Yeah, I read that one. That was a, a very a good one. Okay, Ari, how do we find you? Where do we connect with you? Uh, best place is probably two places. First is unlockthegame.com. Mm-hmm. My book is there, my latest one called Unlock the Sales Game. You can get a copy of it there. There's also a free masterclass, but also on LinkedIn. I'm very accessible there. Just have your visitors connect with me there, say hello, introduce themselves. I also have a show there once a month called Stump the Guru, mm-hmm. where you can jump on live and throw me your, like we just did right now. We did a stuff the guru session where you threw me an objection or a tough scenario and I had to answer it for you live. And I do that uh, once a month. Oh, that's fascinating. Yeah. Thank you for sharing some serious stuff, insightful stuff about selling. You're debunking a lot of the myths out there when it comes to selling and just having to focus on building trust and being authentic. That really is a game changer. Um, It truly does unlock the game. I thank you so much for coming on today and sharing that. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Well, all right, morning enthusiasts, that's it for today's show. Thank you for tuning in. If you love the best morning routine ever podcast, we'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes or Google Play. While you're at it, tell a friend about the show. Be sure to visit bestmorningroutineever.com and our Facebook group to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic free bonus content. Until next time.